What's up, Deus Mafia? Fernando Shimudi here with the leading the charge. And today I'm here with my first mock draft in English, right? That's why it's 1.5. I had the first version of my mock draft last Sunday uh, in Portuguese to Brazilian Bills Mafia, Latin America Bills Mafia. And we had a lot of fun. We had, we had really good results. We could end with Darnell Wright in the first round. Jack Campbell is lead all the way to the 59th pick in the draft. So we could get him in the second round. And we we still drafted tight end in the third and, and with Laporta. And we could get really good results there. But today I don't have my guests, Leo Carneiro and João Paulo Carvalho, to help me. So maybe I won't have the same good results. I'm going to try to put myself in Brandon Bean's shoes and, and do the best possible job to draft for our team. Uh, remembering that I have some, some takes on how Bean is building this team, how McDermott is building this team. Uh, first and foremost, I believe them when they say the guys already on the roster at the linebacker position are going to get their shot. So I'm not a really uh, draft a linebacker early guy in this draft. But if the, the, the board falls that way, uh, sometimes there are some, some prospects you really can't pass, right? So... I'm going to do my best to, to replicate what, what I believe Brandon Bean is going to do. Um, and I count with you alongside me to, to check it out, give your opinions. And so we can, we can discuss it. Uh, the tool that I'm going to use is the PFM Draft Simulator. Okay, it's totally for free. So everybody who loves doing mock drafts and, and playing along and trying to play Brandon Bean for a day, you can do that for free in this website. Um, when we did it last Sunday, me and my guests, we had discussions about, oh, maybe it's not totally uh, realistic uh, with Jack Campbell is leading to the 59th pick and, and things like that. Uh, Anthony Richardson was the first overall, by the way. But after that exercise, I tried to, to do a quick trade round one on PFF. And Will Levi was the first overall pick. And I ended in the first three rounds with uh, Bijan Robinson at 27. Um, uh, Darnell Wright at 59th. And uh, Jervon Dexter in the third round. So uh, I even tweeted that that if the Bills could end with that, that draft on draft day, I would be the happiest Bills fan in the world because Bijan is a total playmaker, a difference maker, in my opinion. And if, if he's there at 27, it's really hard to pass on him. And then getting Darnell Wright, a guy who who arguably can can lead Spencer Brown to a backup swing tackle role, uh, it would be awesome to get him uh, leading all the way to the second round pick for the Bills. And then in the third round, you get Jervon Dexter. That's a guy I'm ready to... to, to to bring on to this roster to prepare him to be uh, Ed Oliver's replacement. Maybe as soon as this year, if you can get something valuable from Oliver or uh, looking forward at his free agency plans and, and next season. So that's the tool I'm going to use. Um, and I already put it right here with Bill 7 round mock draft. And let's start. I'm going to make some some comments on the picks and feel free to to add your comment via chat if you are watching at the other you're not live with me here you're watching at the other moment feel free to interact via youtube chat subscribe to buffalo rumblings channel subscribe to my channel fernando shimuji uh, i'm trying to to always uh create content especially for brazilian news mafia latin america news mafia people who can't understand english but since my cover one days and, and even before that, I had my audience reading my text, my, my, all my, my work. So producing English also, so you can uh, follow it up. So I appreciate everybody who's with me here. And that's why I, I was able right, to, to join Buffalo Rumblings. And I'm really, really happy to be part of the team. So let's start this draft. Um, 
So here today, Bryce Young going first overall, CJ Stroud, a little bit more realistic, at least if you think about the consensus at the top of the draft, right? Let me pause here. The, uh, the first 14 picks we have in Jigba, Smith and Jigba going to the, the Patriots. He's been visiting there recently and, and a lot of people like this pick for the Patriots here. Uh, the Cardinals going cornerback, it's happening a lot in my, the mocks I've tried. And Jalen Carter just is lead to the sixth overall pick, not that far. Uh, a guy who had his off-the-field trouble but was expected to be even the first overall pick, right? So let's continue. And I paused here because if Bean is going to move up in this draft, I believe it's in this 18 to 22nd pick range, right? And and to be fair, I, I really don't don't see the Bills doing this move. In, uh, the only situation that it can happen, in my opinion, if somebody is going to buy something like a pick plus Ed Oliver, maybe even a pick plus Debra Davis, if you can draft a, a receiver you really like um, here in this range of the 20s, early 20s, late teens here in the draft. Uh, sending picks... I'm not sure Bean is going to work on something like that. Uh, the only situation I see is with another player or maybe sending a next year's pick since uh, he could do a great job uh, uh, adding a third-round pick for next year, right? A compensatory pick for next year. So maybe that gives him ammo so he can move up in the draft. But for who? Uh, the guys I think he could target are, are obviously the wide receivers in the group. Uh, and I have here Jordan Edson, maybe my my top choice alongside Quentin Johnston. I think Quentin Johnston maybe not be so ready to contribute right now, but he's really intriguing. His potential to be a number one guy and he has size, he has the speed. Uh, he can run those crew and... and and comeback routes that Josh loves to throw, and he can catch those passes and create after catch. So it's a, a big-bodied guy who can fit well with what the Bills like to run. In Jordan Edson, I mean, I, I really believe he's the total package. I think maybe not the athlete you you want as your first-round pick, but he's very productive, and I think he can he can be a nice target for Josh on short, medium, and, and intermediate routes, especially, and even going deep and beating the covered, uh, being a savvy route runner. So those are the guys. I'm not really hyped on Jalen Hyatt. He has the speed, he, but the way Tennessee used to to hide him so he couldn't face press uh, press coverage, all right, and always hiding him and, and making him uh, run away from those press snaps and, and beating press, being hidden behind other guys. I don't like it in a pro game, so I have some questions about Jaden Hyatt. And I like Zay Flowers and Josh Downs, uh, but maybe not at 27, maybe a little trade down. I'm not sure Zay Flowers or, jo or Josh Downs can come in and, and, and really be difference makers on, on year one. Uh, Zay Flowers is better all around, maybe, but he's very small. And Josh Downs, uh, I love him as a as a slot option. I think the Bills need another guy to replicate what Cole Beasley used to do for us when he was an all-pro. And maybe Smith and Jigba is the only guy that is as close as possible to a guarantee, uh, a guaranteed production on that role. Uh, after Njigba, I think Downs is really good there, but again, another small guy. Uh, I love him in the second, not that much in the first, especially since we have a, a, a big group of guys here that stand more or less in the same range, and it's all about pers uh, personal opinion and who do you like more, okay? Uh, I... I'm really near, I'm really close to to agreeing with a special guest for the next Tuesday, leading the charge here, okay, in English, 
all right? At least the first 35 minutes when I have him on the show. And that's a guy who I really want to talk a lot about this. And so, won't name him yet because it's not confirmed, but it's close. And I hope I can announce it soon. So, uh, keep an eye on my Twitter feed at Fernando Shimudi. I'm going to uh, announce it as soon as possible. So, let's continue. And Jordan Edison is gone. And Bijan Robinson is gone. That's a guy who, as I said in the beginning, if he's there at 27, no way you can pass Bijan Robinson. He's he's one of his own. You can put him in tears. He's he's the best running back I've seen in a while. Okay, and and if he's there at 27, even if he's there at a range, you can trade up for him. I know a lot of Bills Mafia would would not be happy about that, but he's different he's not edwards Elair guy he's not this kind of guy and we saw what Brees hall did for this jets offense without a, run, uh, a quarterback right how he was really dangerous uh for them and how he improved that un unit by almost by himself so adding vision i think you can help josh a lot but it's not not gonna happen here and with edison gone okay uh, and Quentin Johnston also for the Chargers at 21. Let's wait for our turn at 27. So, here we go. We have some trade offers. First of all, I want to look at the board and, and see our options. Dalton Kincaid is a, and Michael Meyer, both great tight end prospects. And if you think um, if you really believe Dorsey can adjust this offense and 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 change it a little bit more to to uh, twelve personnel, uh, use use more two tight end set and and offer Josh more play action opportunities and improve the running game, adding a tight end to to, uh, to this offense most of the time. I think Dalton King and Michael Meyer are prime uh, premier options here okay they are really good targets they are guys who have potential to surpass Dawson Knox when it's all said and done and they would be a great compliment to him um right now so they are real options here Nolan Smith I know everybody's sick of drafting edges right uh but this guy is is different than what we have in Greg Russo, what we have in Boogie Bashan, Epenez is in his, his last season uh, with the Bills, maybe, or a, it's a contract season. And what from what we've seen from him so far, it's not enough. So uh, I think that's a guy who can help you to wait Von Miller to get back on track. Right, Jalen Hyatt, as I told you, I have trouble. I have some some issues with his game and I'm not sure about him Anton Harrison a great tackle prospect who easily could uh slow could could slot Spencer Brown in a backup right tackle a backup swing tackle role and as we've heard from Aaron Cromer he loves moving his offensive linemen around especially young ones so if Anton Harrison can't beat um Spencer Brown early, okay, it's not the end of the world. You can move him around. He can compete with Bates inside. He can compete even with McGovern. So a tackle here uh, really has a chance to improve our offensive line and our offense, right? Zay Flowers, I'm intrigued with him here. That one, Jones, a big tackle prospect, but I don't think he offers the possibility. Just as uh, Spencer Brown... I don't see him moving inside to guard and competing there. So that's, that limits a little bit what to do with the one Jones as a rookie. Josh Downs still here. Ojulari is a great pass rusher. Darnell Washington still here. So a lot of names to like. Uh, Maisie Smith, a big-time defensive tackle. And coming to this draft, I'm really hyped on drafting defensive tackle. Because, as I said before, I believe in the opportunity to Terrell Bernard or even 
uh, Tyrell Dodson or uh, Braylon Spector. And if you're going to have a guy smaller than Edmonds at my linebacker position, you better beef up that defense, defensive tackle rotation. I've talked about it with uh, Bruce when he came here to the lead in the charge and Anthony Marino the same way. And I really believe that's an option with McDermott taking the reins of this defense. Uh, I think we can see some changes. Taylor Rapp didn't sign with the Bills to be a, a, a complete backup and never see the field behind Poyer and Hyde waiting for injuries. So he should have a role in on obvious passing down situations, third downs, just like he had with the Rams, even in their, their Super Bowl season, Super Bowl winning season. So they clearly have a plan for this defense. And maybe, just maybe, people, everybody thinks about Jack Campbell, right? And, you know, Jack Campbell is the perfect Ed, uh, Termaine Edmonds replacement. Uh, and he's still here at 47. All the best linebackers, all the options are here with Trenton Simpson, Drew Sanders, all there at 27. And everybody looks at Jack Campbell and see his res and say, oh, okay, we have a new Edmonds in Jack Campbell, maybe even more pro-ready than Edmonds was when he was drafted. So he's not that young and just won a Butkus hour. But maybe, just maybe, McDermott doesn't want another Edmonds, another guy to do what Edmonds did. I know that he played really well. I loved uh, Tremaine Edmonds, especially this last season. And I know a lot of things that he offered can be replicated with his land, cutting past lanes in the middle of the field, things like that. But maybe McDermott has another idea of having a more interchangeable piece alongside Milano and Terrell Bernard fits perfectly there as a guy who's the same size and, and same mold as Milano. And maybe he can beef up this defensive tackle rotation, right? And, and make those guys... Uh, keep those guys clean uh, more often, right? And bring even rep if needed in, on third down. So I think this defense is going to change uh, a bit this next season. I don't expect a full turnaround. I think the philosophy is the same. I think Frazier, I've been very, I've been on record saying this always been uh, McDermott defense, not fully Leslie Frazier defense. But I think McDermott has some ideas to change this defense. And that's why I'm not that ecstatic to add Jack Campbell as a new Edmonds to do what Edmonds did. I'm curious to see how he can use those linebackers. And I don't, don't see they putting themselves on a corner like it seems, oh, we need to draft a linebacker early and we just have a few options as guys who can replicate what Edmonds did in, in Campbell and maybe Drew Sanders, right? Trenton Simpson might be a, an upgrade on, on Bernard, but he's, but he's the same same kind of player, the same kind of, of athlete, just like Milano too. So uh, that's why I'm not ecstatic to draft linebacker here in the first pick. And we have some options at defensive tackle, right? At tight end, as I said, wide receiver. But in this situation, a lot of people that I like is still here, and we have some offers, some trade offers. Let me check it out because, for example, the Packers offering 45, 78 in 2024 second round. I'm not really looking at adding picks for next year, but that's a, a tantalizing offer, right? With a, a mid round pick here, top 100, right? Added to this year plus a second round next year. So it looks interesting. Let's see the other two offers. Uh, the Panthers offers a second from next season too, in change of a seven next season, and we move not so so low on the draft on 39, not as low as 35 as the Packers. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else. 
and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. And, and then the, the quotes offer us this, this pick 35 and a second next year, but we need to add a pick this year, and I don't like it. I need those mid-round picks. So in this scenario, I know maybe it's not the, the scenario that most people really want, and especially people who want a linebacker so early or a difference maker, right? But again... Maybe Zay Flowers is the guy here. Maybe Josh Downs, but I'm not so sure about it, right? Uh, tight end, you, it's a deep class. In tackle, also, there are a lot of guys that I like. In the way Bean talks about Spencer Brown, it's not going to be easy for somebody to come in and beat Spencer Brown uh, in guaranteed his right tackle spot. It won't be as easy as Bill Mafia believes it will be. So I'm really tempted to move uh, down and add a mid-round pick. I don't know how do you feel about it, Mafia. But I'm going to accept this, this offer from the Packers. And most people probably going to hate me, but I think that's good. So Darnell Wright was just taken. I'm going to accept this pick and move on. This trade, sorry, and move on. And Packers go tight end. And we trade out of the first round. It's not the most exciting move, I know. But I think a lot of the guys you can get in the second and third round are very similar to the guys you can get there at 27 and, and a little bit later. So we got to pick 45 and the Bengals want to offer us pick 60. I'm not going to accept this. I think now it's time to to reject and to draft. Drew Sanders was just picked and Campbell was picked too. Okay, uh, some of those guys uh, were drafted, but we still have here Maisie Smith. We still have here Ojulari, who can be a really helpful ad, uh, addition to the edge rotation. Some people love Jameer Gibbs. I'm not on, a, on not that I dislike the guy, but I think only Bijan Robinson is worth an early round pick. With the situation the Bills have in their running back room, I really like James Cook and, and the addition of Harris was really, really nice. I like it. So right now, we still have, uh, we don't have the top linebackers available, but we still have good options to develop behind Bernard, uh, Dodson, and even Spector. And if they can take advantage of their opportunity, we can draft a guy to be developed and to play Later in the season, Milano had his first opportunity later in his rookie season. So uh, the Bills drafted Nigel Bradham in the fourth round. Uh, we have some proven coaches working with linebackers in Babbage and, and in, in Holcomb. So I like the developmental guys here. Some cornerbacks early. I don't think it makes sense. Maybe mid-rounds. And at wide receivers, I like Cedric Tillman. I really like Rashia Rice. Okay. I really like him as a prospect, a guy who can go up and win that ball for you. And we have Cody Mock here. That's a guy who can play inside, maybe be able, might be able to play at right tackle too. That's a guy who can play all around. And, and that's a guy I really like. But still, Freeland, the Raz of Freeland, Duncan, and Bergeron. Also here, Tyler Steen, another big rest guy. A lot of options at the tackle position that can wait a little. Steven Avila, Steve Avila can play center and in, in, in guard. Tipman is an interesting prospect. So with this pick, I'm going to go defensive tackle and guarantee Maisie Smith here, okay? Because that's a guy who... who in my opinion, even makes Ed Oliver spendable right now. Oliver is going to play on a contract year, and he can play really well under those circumstances. But Maisie Smith, 
lifts up that defensive tackle rotation, and I think uh, it can be huge here. Another guy who could help a lot here is Siaki Ika, different kind of prospect because he's a nose tackle who can play two gaps and might even fit better what we need to give a chance to Bernard to work out alongside Milano. But Maisie Smith is better overall, in my opinion. I'm going to go Maisie Smith here. Jervon Dexter to the pits in the pick right after mine. I really like Jervon Dexter. So in here, the Bengals offer really doesn't interest me. Neither this, this Colts offer. So pick 59. Siaki is still there. Anaduki Uzoma is another edge rusher who can help a lot early uh, without Von Miller. Linebackers are still an option, but as I said, I'm going to draft one later to develop. Luke Musgrave uh, is another great prospect at tight end who can add something really interesting to our, our rotation. But here, to don't, not risk missing Rashid Rice, who's a guy I really like, uh, I'm going to draft Rashid Rice at 59, since he's a guy who can play the slot, play outside, win contested catches, has the speed, has, uh, has the ability to contribute early, in my opinion. Um, I like him here. I'm going to go this direction with Rashid Rice in the second round. I get that it's questionable to go him here, but I really like this this opportunity to add him. That's a prospect I really see as a fit, playing as his block guy and outside too, and offers something the Bills doesn't have, the contested ball catch, uh, catcher. No, not interested in swapping picks like this for with Washington. Uh, I'm going to reject those offers. So Blake Freeland just got drafted here. At 77, we have some running backs, and Tank Bigsby is here, and it is interesting. But I, I'm really comfortable with what we have at the running back room right now. As I said, Bijan Robinson is the only guy I, I would open an exception to draft him. Otherwise, I'm totally comfortable going with the running backs we have. We can add a guy late. We can add an undrafted guy. I think it's it should be good for the Bills. Uh, Tyler and Steam is still here. Warren McClendon from Georgia is still here at the tackle position. Uh, I think the interior guys are more interesting. Let me check. Uh, Joe Tipman is a guy I really like and a guy who can play, who can be a replacement for for Morse. But the same can be said about Weipler and about Stromberg. So even a lower team is a guy who can can fit there. At tight end, we have San Laporta here, available. And that's the place we drafted San Laporta in, on Sunday's draft in, in, in Portuguese. And more and more, I'm growing onto this pick because that's a guy who can block. That's a guy who can, can play alongside Knox, right? Other guys who fits these are Kuntz and Shoemaker. Wide receiver is still a lot of options, but we just drafted... Uh, just drafted Hashi Rice. Sidney Brown is there. Even Pace is a linebacker who a lot of people love, right? Uh, his res isn't the best. He's a uh, uh, big guy, but he's heavy and he can he can play downhill and maybe be a good fit to replace uh, to play middle linebacker in the need. I think uh, under Carter, DJ Johnson, maybe it's time to, to go edge here. And at cornerback, Jatavius Martin is still here. And that's a guy who's re really versatile and can play cornerback and safety, move around, be a big-time piece on this defensive backfield. Uh, it seems loaded right now with the addition of Taylor Rapp. But we are an injury away of, of not having this depth. So Jatavius Martin is a, 
an interesting pick here. Maybe he's there at 91. Uh, try to make the best possible pick here. Andre Carter, long guy, similar uh, similar size, right, to, to Rousseau and not that heavy. I like Zach Harrison. Zach Harrison is really physical. He's uh, he's uh, an athlete, right? He can uh, he can really be developed, and that's a guy I really like here. Also, maybe we can wait a little bit on him. I'm gonna go tight end here. Well, we need to think because we can miss a lot of those guys who are who should be there at 91 and not later. Uh, the guys I have in mind, especially Tavius Martin and, and one of Joe Tipman or even uh, Tyler Steen, who's a huge guy, nice res and can be an option even to battle Spencer Brown, but he's not that that ready right now tipman a better prospect at center i really like tipman i'm going tipman here because that's a guy who can you can plug and play and we can't forget and i'm not uh pro it i'm not pro releasing mitch morse or doing anything like that but if you remember if you can go back a couple of years Morse had even a game who was a healthy scratch, and he has dealt with his fair share of concussion. So you got to be ready for life without Mitch Morse. And the additions via free agency were interesting because you can add Edwards to the starting lineup and move Bates or McGovern inside. But Joe Tickman is a, a, a great prospect at center. So I'm going to draft him here. Laporta is gone at 88. I'm not going to accept the trade. Neither this. So, Bigsby still, still there. At tight end, we still have Kuntz. We still have Shoemaker. At tackle, we still have Tyler Steam here, McLendon. Uh, and on defense, Jatavis Martin is here and he's ready to go. So, I think tackle is a biggest need than, than corner, right? And it's, it's tough to go to the season really trusting um, Spencer Brown to, to rebound from last season. It's true that he can have a great off-season and of that. He struggled with his last off-season with the surgery, but he can recover. He can play well, but you must have a, a plan B, right? And McLennan is here, maybe more ready than Tyler Steen, who fits better the rest and the size you look for uh, if you are the Bills looking at the offensive line. We have those two options, and, and right now you need to add the guy to, to compete with Spencer Brown. At tight end, we still have some options, Shoemaker, Mallory, all guys who can be developed, even while Wiley, right? And linebacker still can wait to be developed. Jatavis Martin is a great piece to this secondary, in my opinion, but he's just not that necessary right now i'm gonna go we still need the edge and harrison is there i'm gonna go offensive tackle here uh we already dressed tipman for interior and i'm gonna add steam here since athletically he he's he looks more like what the Bills have searched for. 
And to be fair, that's been the, the, the draft that I hated the most that I've done so far. Uh, so it shows how it can go both ways because in my last two tries, uh, the one from Sunday and the one I did to just test the three-round mock draft from, from PFF, I got out with a lot of pieces that we would draft in the first round, right? Darnell Wright or... or or Jack Campbell, or Bijan Robinson, those guys, you know. And here I traded down, and things are, are going a different way. Harrison is here, and I think he's a good pick here, a guy who can, can contribute early, can be, can be helpful uh, without Ron Miller, and can be developed uh, as a guy to play opposite him. Uh, I, I'm very comfortable going Harrison. In this 130 pick and we have 135 and 137 too let me just check other options i already uh, drafted two offensive linemen to be developed and to contribute tight end we still have shoemaker here mallory um wiley and on defense mikai garner is a guy who i like from lsu and another guy who i like uh was just taken jake and roy defensive tackle we don't need him because we already drafted one early but those are guys who i like mid-round at safety not much in my opinion right now so i'm gonna go zach harrison to help on the edge And with 137th, and our next pick is really, really late now. 205. So I got to think about this pick because that's a place where you can draft in round five a guy who can be developed and even play if Bernard or Dodson or, or Spectre can't really secure that that job and two guys that i have an eye on i love darren williams uh i really like this guy from Tulane, but he's also not a big guy okay he's also uh, a guy who who doesn't offer what edmunds offers but since i don't think that's necessary all right because if you think 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 with me because if the bills really wanted to keep edmunds okay it would be an overpay but it was possible Okay, if you add uh, Jordan Phillips money to Edmonds uh, to a 15 million offer per year to Edmonds, you can get him at, or uh, for a year, for example, with the cap number. So it's not like the Bills had no shot at keeping Edmonds. They choose to not do so. They had the option to do, even if it would be very rich for them, right? So. They choose going a different direction, and I think they can do something different on defense. And another guy who I like is Cam Jones, but he's also not the biggest guy. Those two guys are two guys I, I like developing later, and it might be better to secure Dorian Williams here at 137. We already drafted edge. We already drafted uh, defensive tackle. Cornerback can wait, right? And, and we already draft offensive line interior and and in tackle position got our wide receiver right and michael wilson still here that's why i really like shoemaker is still here i don't think we need a running back so here in between drafting a tight end who might have a possibility to contribute really early or going linebacker for that purpose and since i trust what they're saying, they're giving a shot to one of the three guys on the team, and I believe one of the them, one of them, I really believe in Bernard, but I like uh, Dodson, I like Spectre, so I believe one of them will be able to hold hold down that spot, right? So uh, I'm gonna go Shoemaker here and add to that tight end room, and let's see who is there late for us in the sixth round. Probably a draft that a lot of people is gonna hate, but <laughs> I think uh, you're adding. 
as I said, I think we're drafting at 20, uh, 27th overall. It's hard to add a, a true difference maker at that spot, right? A, a guaranteed star player at 27th. We were lucky with Drew Davis White, or a great job was done still by Doug Whaley and his scouting staff, and, and McDermott had the say, obviously. But it's not easy to guarantee a guy to start late in the first. And that trade down gives us the possibility to add a lot of guys who, who would be in the same range at 27th as long as a guaranteed guy, right? Macy Smith has been drafted in, in the 27th pick for a lot of people in a lot of mocks. Trading down, adding a pick and still getting him in the second, I think it's a win. And I really like those guys I've drafted so far. It's not a draft like the one I had uh, in Portuguese on Sunday, where we had right at tackle. We had Jack Campbell at linebacker in the second round without trades. And we had Laporta in the third and a lot of good players. But with this trade down, I like the guys I'm adding here. Maybe an unconventional one, but I, I still like this one. It's not it's not a, a vision slash right a tackle slash uh, who was the third? Oh, Jervon Dexter that I had quickly playing on Pro Football Focus, but I still like this draft. Let's see what we can do with this last pick. Uh, 205. Wiley is still here. I could have uh, secured Dorian Williams and Wiley here, and I would be happy, to be fair. Let me see the linebacker group. Cam Jones is still here, and he's been my guy that late, right? Uh, that's a guy who I believe can be developed. Mentrell Miller is here also, another guy who I like. And that's it, I think at the linebacker position. Those two are options. At defensive backfield. Yes, nothing that really makes me excited about this group of guys right now. Edge we already draft, defensive tackle too. We know Bean can draft back-to-back -back same position we've seen that with with Bastion and, and Rousseau I don't think it will be the case here the running back position there is some potential here if Chris Rodriguez is a power back who can really complement Cook well but as I said the addition of of Harris changes everything on this position and I'm totally comfortable not drafting a running back and going uh search for one undrafted wide receivers justin shorter is still here a guy who cover one has done a nice work uh on tape study and that's a guy who's a freak athlete with the size the and the speed to be a a, a nice developmental guy And interior offensive line. I think we're fine. Forsyth is here, a guy who played well but tested really poorly, right? Yeah, I think here uh, it's it would be good to add the linebacker here just in case, uh, since we are we are giving a shot to our guys who were developed, who were drafted last season and developed for a year. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, Fernando, you're not investing anything at linebacker. The investment was made a year ago in Bernard, in Spector. Uh, the investment was made keeping Dodson on that roster for so many years, being developed as an undrafted guy. And I like Dodson's game too. None, none of them are Tremaine Edmonds. And maybe nobody can be. Maybe Jack Campbell, but it's questionable. Uh, so I, I'm curious to see what McDonald's what's McDonald's plans for that position. And I'm going to go Cam Jones here is the guy to develop later in the draft. And as a backup plan, if one of the guys we have on the team already doesn't, uh, don't pan out. Uh, remember, the, 
after the draft and after preseason, a lot of people will get cut. If the Bills feels the need to add a veteran, they'll be able to do so after the cut days, after the uh, before the trade deadline. So it's not like uh, they if they choose to go giving opportunity to Dodson, Bernard, or Spector. Oh, it's the end of the world, and they're done. They're doomed because of that. Not really. Um, yeah, Henley was gone. Marcel Henley was gone earlier. Yeah. And so I think the Bills will have options to add if really necessary. But I really trust McDermott's being, and, and especially all Holcomb and Babbage, uh, judgment on those linebackers and, and the investment was made. I, I'm curious to see them playing and having the, their true opportunity this season. So that's our draft. That's our draft here. Uh, we have Maisie Smith in the, in the second round, trade down with the Packers, adding uh, a pick. All right. And we have Maisie Smith, a defensive tackle, a guy who can totally be part of the rotation day one, right? And and if you want to beef up that defensive tackle rotation, that's a, a great guy to have him alongside Daquan Jones on rundowns, right? And, and then you have Rashid Rice as a wide receiver in the second round, a guy who I really hyped on him. I think he can offer something that we haven't seen on this group in contested, contested catch situations. Other than Diggs, we haven't seen guys really winning it a lot. Joe Tipman, that's a guy who's going to be a starter for, for us for a, maybe for a long time. So uh, he can learn from more early. He can compete there. And if he's really that good, who knows what happens with Morse, right? Remembering, Joe Tipman pick, uh, Maisie Smith pick, those are picks that can help us moving uh, on moving from moving on from Ed Oliver from from Mitch Morse because they begin to be expendable with those guys on the picture, right? Then we have Tyler Steam from Alabama, big rest guy, a guy who's 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 in maybe as dominant I would like to see at that size and, and athletic ability, but a guy who can be developed. Uh, and give Spencer Brown his shot again this season. He can wait on the wings and for an opportunity. Zach Harrison at 130. Uh, that's a guy I really like. Okay, a guy who who that late is a nice prospect. Athletic abilities there, and and he can be part of that rotation before before Von Miller is ready. And after Von Miller is back, who knows? If he, if Epeneza or Bastion are gonna be able to keep their spot in the rotation ahead of Zach Harrison, that's a freak athlete. Luke Shoemaker can be uh, a nice prospect for tight end two. Can be bring along uh, slowly, but can have some opportunities to compete with Morris, right? And then we have uh, Ken Jones, linebacker from Indiana, as a, a developmental guy late in the draft in round six to to be prepared just in case Bernard or, or Spector or Dodson really can't hold down their, their spot, their job, and keep up with the the Mike Linebacker position. Let me know, Mafia, what do you think about this draft? Uh, the It's, it's going to be a, a pleasure to interact with you with uh, through the, the YouTube comment section and via Twitter at, uh, at Fernando Shimoji and and let me know let me know your opinion uh, that's not my the my my best try in this in this mock draft world but I, I actually liked what I could get here I think we got value at every pick here and we and we, we were able to add a, a, a choice with this trade down and at the end of the day, I, I liked it. Not a, a splash mock draft, but I liked it. I think it's realistic and I think it fits well with what we need and give us possibilities with the players we have in Oliver and Morse, etc. 
So let me know your opinion. Uh, as I said, next week, probably I'm going to have a big time guest here with me. Okay, can't wait to confirm it to you. But keep an eye on my Twitter handle, at Fernando Shimudi. I'll be tweeting and announcing any news there. And it's been a, a blast being with you guys. Let me know if you're watching live. Let me know after I finish it through, through the comment sections via YouTube. And you guys watching it other time, same thing. I uh, can't wait to interact with you and know your opinion. Oh, Fernando, your draft sucks. No problem. Be, be, be free to do that, to comment that way on the comment sections. It's going to be a, a pleasure to interact and see what are your or what are your thoughts about what I should have done differently with that board that I worked with. Okay? So that's it. Uh, next Sunday, leading the charge, I will have Joe Miller, the third, with me. It's going to be a... A pleasure to have, to have Joe Miller with me on Sunday. We're going to talk a lot of bills off-season and mocks also, okay? And next Tuesday, I, I'm going to confirm that big-time guest. Uh, Joe Miller is already a big-time guest, but but sorry, Joe, but this guy is even uh, a bigger fan favorite than you are, so I hope I can confirm it soon. That's it, Mafia. Thank you so much for, for taking your time to be with me. And I see you on Sunday. Go Bills.